Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of House of Love. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, the man with the master plan, the brother from another mother, the mister with your sister. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, DJ Mr. Thank you. Oh, the love, the love. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank what Oh, I'm so mad. I am so, so mad, ladies and gentlemen. You have no idea how angry I am. Oh, Lord, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. I will tell you about what has been going on at the job uh, in a bit. This is going to be an angry show. Lots of like type music today. Uh, gonna be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the Lakers. We're going to talk about basketball in general and football. Football starts Today, uh, Chiefs and the Lions. Are you excited? I'm excited. You should be excited. Gonna also talk about the birthday that just passed for BFF.FM. And much, much more. But you don't want to hear me flap my gums. Not until later. Not until later. We're gonna talk about also wrestling as well. Here is the music you live for, you love it. Right here. Hey. House of Love, BFF.FM, Metallica's of Wolf and Man. Enjoy.
wishing you loving I got a dirty black summer Yeah, my dirty black summer
kidding ourselves. Look, it was sweet while it lasted. Oh, it was sweet. Going sour, isn't it?
fragst du dann, warum man sie nicht sehen kann?
let's talk about what we heard. That was Tool. Sober. Uh, before that was Rob Stein with Angle. Fader Head with TZDV. White Zombie. Thunder Kiss 65. Knights of Reb. Join in the chant. Clan of Zymox. There's no tomorrow. Danzig with Dirty Black Summer. And we started off with Metallica of Wolf and Man. Whew. House of Love listeners, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever worked a job where your boss gives you anxiety? Because, oh, oh, this man. Oh, this man. I've never met a person who does not, like, who is either A, not aware of their surroundings and how and way which way they want to talk to people or they just don't care and they feel they feel uh like nothing's gonna happen to them and whoo i i can't i love my team i worked very hard um I worked very hard to get uh, where I have I am now. I'm I just in the oh just talking about him just gets me going. Oh my god! <sighs> but I I only have one day off, which is today, so I I have to figure out a way to let it go because it's it's gonna eat the blue. It's gonna eat me out. It's gonna eat. Not eat me out in that sense, you sick fuck. <laughs> uh, but just eat, just eat at me. Like talk up. I've, I've never had a job where I felt anxious before. Like, and I. This is new to me. This is new to me. I have no idea on how to go about things. I have no idea how to do things with this man. And ah, it is it's it's tough. Let's let's talk about just Let's just say, what was it? Tuesday, or no Monday? Let's talk about Monday. Monday Labor Day. Now, on Sunday, I tried to convince him to not come in because I know Mondays, Sundays, and Mondays are my days. I don't have we don't have them in the building. People are so good. People mood is better. That's another thing. Like, you know he's in the building because the mood changes. That's, he is the human embodiment um, he's like the human epitome of what, like, how do I verbalize this? He is what 
Darth Vader. There you go. Like, so you know when Darth Vader is on the screen because you hear the trumpets, right? Or is he about to come down the screen? He is that. He is the music happens before he gets there. Like you could totally feel the the change in the air and the aura of everything. And it just it just makes people like unhappy. This man. Monday. So we're talking about Monday. Monday he comes in or I I get there. And it is he is already in a mood. Okay, just like already. He, he always comes in hot. Always comes in hot. There's something that happens and he takes it out on the on the people and it's not it's not cool. And I have stood up to this person more times than I could ever ever imagine this man being like <sighs> anyway there's a person who was there who had uh, a you know issue I guess he had facial something and he had uh pimple patch on it I guess and so it was he was he was so mad about that I don't understand not get I, I get okay I get, ugh, sorry so frustrating I get it that it was blue but it was like a small tiny thing it was not distracting like there wasn't a guest that came up and said, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't do this because this guy has a patch on his face. Like, does never. None of that. But he wanted to transfer, he wanted me to transfer his tables. He'd only been there for an hour. And transfer his tables, lose his money, and kick him out and write him up. I was like, wait, I don't even know what's going on. Please explain to me. He's out of uniform. What was what was the issue? And the issue was this pimple patch. And I said, you're kidding me, right? So I went to talk to the guy. Guy's like, I can't believe this. I said, I can't believe this either. And then he... started to like be a little nervous and stuff and I'm calming him down and I said just do your thing I'll, I'll figure this out five five minutes go by the the ass monkey comes up to me and he's like already transferred the tables uh, since you didn't want to do what I asked or since you didn't do what I asked. And uh, so tell him to finish up and go and go in the office and write him up. And I was like, absolutely not. If this was such a big deal for you, then you handle it. 
I personally don't think that this is what is necessary because he's taking care of his tables. Like, he's doing what he's supposed to do. That blue dot on his face is not that big of a deal. At all. At all. So, he gets mad and like storms off, starts yelling at people. He leans into the person that did the bar, uh, closed the bar the night prior, only to find out that he was wrong. Doesn't apologize. <sighs> so infuriating. It was slow, and I was like, go home. There's absolutely no reason why you need to be here. And I was right. And then because he continued to bitch about why he was there. He had the solution to handle the business to go home. He could have left at one. He could have left at two. I wouldn't have cared. It was my day anyway. But he decided to be the hooker that he is. So, and thank you actually for allowing me to vent because this is, this is something that needs to be vented. I have to let it go. So anyway, he start like he just tears into people. But there's also times where he's like he's like joking around and talking to people and blah blah blah. And so people don't know what to do with that. And I don't blame him. I, I, I wouldn't know what to do either. I wouldn't know. I would be like you're insane is what's happening. You're insane. So he is that guy. <laughs> he's he's a taller, intimidating, like he's not intimidating, but um, he uses his size to intimidate. He is very condescending. He is not welcoming. He's not warm at all. He is just uh, he's he's evil he reminds me of my my brother honestly a lot so uh yeah monday i had to pick up the pieces after he left in the moment he left the mood completely changed everybody was so happy and i got things done so I'm like, I'm like, wow, what are you going to do? Like, what can you do? Right? <laughs> um, Tuesday was great. It was super slow, but it was great. Yesterday, come in. Uh, I had a doctor's appointment. I texted him on Tuesday to let him know. Never have I gotten like, hey, I hope you're doing okay. How's your doctor's appointment? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. None of that. Nope. I, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. And his, his philosophy, which is, it is his philosophy and it works sometimes in certain situations. Just, I don't think with people, 
that sometimes you have to be an asshole. And I agree that. I agree. Sometimes you do have to be the asshole. Because uh, uh, at the end of all, you have, you know, you're the one in charge, right? I get it. I get there. I don't get a hi. I don't get a hello. In fact, I don't get spoken to. I get there at like 1230. I don't get spoken to until 6 p.m. 6. We're supposed to run this this thing together. 6 p.m. And he starts going at, uh, at me because something, some, some stuff happened on, on, uh, on some checks that I wasn't aware of. So he's like, like leaning in. He's like, he's like almost to the point of yelling at me. And I stop him and I was, I answer his question and he, he still goes, why? That's his thing. Why? 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 That's all he says is why? 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 You answer the question and he still asks why. And I'm like, are you deaf? Do you not understand English? Are you incompetent? Like, I don't get this. So I stopped that. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. What? How are you talking to me all of a sudden? Almost six hours later. Six hours. Oh, I was busy. You saw that I was busy. No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. You don't get to say I was busy because I was I've been busy too, but yet I have the common decency, human basic respect to acknowledge even if I don't like the person, the presence in the room. I don't I don't understand that. It drives me freaking nuts. Anyway, he got me so mad. He got me so mad. I like, or I had ordered some bomb food and I couldn't eat it because I was so mad. So mad. Now, I know this doesn't sound much of anything to you, but uh, the, just imagine that you have to deal with this every day that you work with this man or work with your boss. Every day. Belittles, questions, um, undermines. Yeah. Insults. One time, uh, one of the employees came up to me and said, you want to know what this, you want to know what he said just now? And he said, I don't, this is what they told me. They said, they said that he had mentioned that when every time there is a uh, black group that comes into the place, that I spend more, I spend an extra enormous amount of time with them than anybody else. And he was like, well, it makes sense because he is, and he didn't finish the sentence. What are you supposed to do with that? Who? <laughs> So, I have a choice. My choice is, do I stick around for my team, 
Or do I think about my sanity, my emotional well-being, my mental health, and dip? I don't know. Let me know if you... What, what's your thoughts? By all means, uh, you want to reach out, you can hit me up on Facebook, at the face at the House of Love Facebook page that is uh, at DJ Mr. White 2006. That's at DJ Mr. White 2006. At DJ Mr. White 2006. By all means, hit me up. Let me know what you think. Uh, whew. going i tell you got me going blood oiling but ha uh, let's do my, my, my. what the hell oh uh, let's do my 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 what the hell that's true it is true Whew. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. He's such an ass monkey. I know. I know. I know. Ooh. This is definitely causing me emotional damage. Ah. <laughs> uh, you know what time it is. Showtime. Woo! Woo! That's right. That's good job, Rick. Let's talk about it. All in. All out. All in. The highest attended wrestling show in history. Well, I don't know if it's the highest, but um, I think it's the most paid. Ended up being like 90 thousand people showing up at that you know but 10,000 tickets were like friends and families of people and, and people who won tickets and all that stuff well you know yada 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 so it ended up being like 82,000 people in Wembley paid for a ticket for All In and it was overshadowed by CM Punk trying to be beating up Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Tony Khan trying to beat up the boss so he got fired and Tony went to Chicago because that was where all it was <laughs> I gotta give him props that man got booed off the stage booed off the stage he held his ground grabbed a chair grabbed a chair can you believe that a chair and sat down and said what he said. <laughs> I, get, I swear it was good. It was good. But if you haven't heard, CM Punk has been fired, publicly fired by AEW uh, due to his actions at All In. Your thoughts on that? Uh... With that being said, do you think he's going to go back to the WWE or is he finished with wrestling? 
altogether? I don't think so. But I don't believe that there is a an option or a yeah, I don't think there's a group out there unless you're New Japan that could pay him some money like that. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see with that. WWE had their payback pay- pay-per-view and their and the Judgment Day is the new bloodline. Nobody, I don't know. I don't feel like it has the same gravitas as the bloodline but Finn Balor is a Grand Slam champion and they hold pretty much all the well most of the gold you know so that's good I guess I don't know uh LA Knight LA Knight is uh he beat the Miz I love that man. I've always liked that guy. That guy was amazing. And I don't I don't feel like everybody's like he is copying The Rock and Stone Cold. I don't think so. I mean, there's little facets here and there, but I mean, what's original? Really? The only truly I wouldn't even say that it was, he was truly original, but he definitely had was a character and that was Bray Wyatt, but he was you know, they, there was Kevin Sullivan and before that, you like before him, and then there was like Waylon Mercy, that was really cool uh, in the earliest WWF days. So I I don't necessarily say that that like Bray Wyatt was original, but he definitely had a character. Uh, but LA Knight is fantastic. I think he's a fantastic wrestler. He's not going to do flippy dippy doodah stuff, right? He is absolutely a ground and pound guy. But, ooh. He started, he tried to be a heel, and that just wasn't working. Just was not working. He is a anti-hero babyface like nobody's business. And I love it. I love it. I live for that. I totally live for that. That's like, that's like the... Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club in AEW. They're f- right in that line, I tell you. Anyway, he beat The Miz. That was good. That was a good win for, for LA Knight. And I really want to see him with the title. I really want to see how he would carry the belt. Like, I've seen him with titles before, but I want to see him with, you know, a WWE title. Especially at his age. I love it. He loves it. I love it. It's beautiful. It is great. It is great. I'm happy that people are behind him. Like he literally goes L.A. Night and people chant that with him and then they go, yeah. Like his catchphrase is, yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it a lot. <laughs> oh, man. EC3 is a character way back that has captured the uh, NWA World Heavyweight Championship. And it is an amazing, amazing deal. And I'm very, very happy about that. 
and it is something that people don't seem to give some credit to because because he is EC3 you know and that's uh that's a thing so I don't know what to t you know I think it's great I think it's great that he he finally has a promotion that believes in him and you know I would you know who I would like to see the Velveteen Dream he was he was incredible that was an incredible feat uh that man was he was on the cusp he would have been huge anyway I've been flapping my gums too long I I sincerely apologize uh with this let me get out of this so you could listen to what <laughs> I'm so sorry oh my god I'm so sorry let's play some music I am still angry so we're gonna do some uh, some rage against the machine right here on bff.fm house of love when we come back we'll talk football and the Lakers I promise it won't be too long. Enjoy. Justified, those who died, but wearing the badge, they get chosen white. So 
Some of those that work forces are the same that brought crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that brought crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that brought crosses.
Beautiful, beautiful. Let's do it. Let's talk. Alright, let me talk to you. I was Briani Faith from New Zealand. I have listeners out there and they wanted to hear that song and that was, that was very awesome. So I was happy to oblige. Then we had uh, Noise of X. X. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Oh, I'm sorry. The first song that you heard was You're Not Alone. The second one is Shut the Hell Up. And then uh, after that, uh, before that was Holiday in Cambodia by the Dead, the dead Kennedys. The Electric Hellfire Club, which I feel is underrated when they came out. It was very good. Unholy Roller. Mudvayne Dig, one of my favorite songs was before that. Contagent with Scratch. Faith No More with Epic Prayers. Edge of a Blade. And we started off with Killing in the Name of. I'm so glad that you guys are, you know, allowing me to vent and entertain your ear holes. Let's talk about my Lakers. They just made another signing. Beautiful, beautiful, good signing. Okay, Christian Wood, six ten center, and played on the Mavericks. Dropped thirty on us Christmas Day last year. Said he always wanted to be the Lakers. We got him for a steal. Two years, four point eight million. 
4.5 million. Um, and wow, it was good. It was good. Now we don't have Derek Schroeder or Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder, which was, you know, a loss. Lonnie Walker, the fourth was really, really sad to go. And Troy Brown Jr. Was those those were those were, but we we did good. We did good. We also signed Jackson Hayes. We coming for you. We're coming for the throat. We're coming for the throat. We got Gabe Vincent. We got uh, Tyrene Prince. Cam Reddish, I'm telling you, we got this. This year, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Rui Achimura, okay? LeBron James, Anthony Davis, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Telling you, it's happening. It's happening. Very happy. Very happy about that. Very happy. Football starts today, bitches. You are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. Who's excited? I'm excited. You're not excited. I'm excited. Shut up. So happy about that. Ah, trying. I'm trying. Thank you again. I love you all. Let's do this quick. Quick. Stand up minute right here with uh, Gary Owen. You know, when black people like you, they will hook you up. Cincinnati's funny. Every time I walk around downtown Cincinnati, every time I walk around downtown, it's uh, Cincinnati's definitely uh, a city I am black famous in downtown. Because I tell you, every time I walk around downtown during the day, I don't ever stop any white people. Ever. Ever. I can stop at every black person, though. Fuck. Sometimes black people stop me even if they don't know my name. They just so they see me on something. Because I'll be walking, I'll see three brothers coming this way, and I can see the wheels fucking turning as I get closer. And they'll be like, oh, shit! <laughs> That's no boy! That's no boy right there! That's no boy! And then a friend will come up. Oh, that is him! That's him. He's from the arm. It's from the arm. Yup, yup, that's him. I have never, I've never been on a show called The Yep, by the way. And then sometimes if I look back, like black people look at me like I'm not supposed to look back at them. Don't look back here. You know you, you. <laughs> Motherfucker walk around the city like you ain't you. Yeah, it's you, it's you. <laughs> he acting like he ain't him. I tell you what, I like being black famous, so I do. I like it. Because I, I travel, I'm in a different city every week, and um, I love it like when I get to cities and I see, uh, uh, I see black people in customer service jobs. So if I'm at the airport, I like it when black people working at Delta or United. When I get to a hotel, I love it when black people are at the front desk. Because what I've learned through my travels is when black people know you and they like you, man, black people will hook you up. They, 
They don't give a fuck about the rules. <laughs> White people, we're not like that. We're just not. We want to help you, but we can't. Company policy. But we do. I can't. Cameras. I was thinking about all the free shit I've gotten in my life being black famous, right? I've gotten free clothes, free shoes, food, liquor, gotten into places I shouldn't be in, you know? See, I remember, it's, it's a true story, but it was about like, like five, five, six years ago, so I, I was going to the Bengals game, and I'm walking around trying to look for the gate I'm getting in, right? So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I'm looking up, and all of a sudden there's one black there was a security guard, I was like, hey, what's up, G? You in town, you got to show us something? I said, no, I'm just going to the game. He goes, you got tickets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I showed him the ticket. He said, come on, walk in. Motherfucker walked me in. 15 minutes later, we on the sidelines, pregame. I said, damn, this motherfucker got me on the field. <laughs> so so we, just, we sitting there bullshitting about life, and all of a sudden, he, he, he goes, gee, I'll be right back. I got to run and do something. Just stay right here. You good? It's my area. I said, all right. I'm sitting there. Now I got no lanyard. I got no credentials. All of a sudden, a white security guard comes from here. Hey, where's your credentials? And now I didn't want to snitch on old boy. Well, I don't, I don't have anything. He goes, why'd you get down here? I go, I just walk. <laughs> so, so, so now he's trying to kick me out of the stadium. Why did another black security guard come from the other side of the field? Gee, just come down here. Okay. I go, I'm, here I'm, I'm bullshitting with this dude. He's upset with a white dude. This motherfucker, man. Motherfucker been here five years. I've been here since Ken Anderson was here. Motherfucker, Ken Anderson. Been here 45 years. This motherfucker been here five years. He trying to run shit. Gary, I got this. From the 30 to the end zone, that's my shit. This motherfucker got 10 yards. He trying to run the whole goddamn field. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with him. He do seem like he do too much. He did, man. I know the <laughs> Even when we got in town, like, we, we flew in, we flew in, like, three days ago for the special to get, got in early. And I, we had a bunch of my boys are in town, so we went to Avis when we landed to get a rent a car. And uh, we got to Avis. It was, uh, it was two white ladies and one black lady working at Avis. So we get in line, and literally, I waited for the black lady's counter to open up at Avis, you know? <laughs> like, it was my turn to go. The white lady goes, next. I go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm like, go ahead. I'm going to wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. As soon as that black lady's counter opened up, I was walking up like, come on, please recognize me. Please recognize me. Please. So I got there, she knew where I was. She goes, oh, hey, Gary. What you doing in town? You back home for a couple days? Yeah, no, I got a show. I'm filming my Showtime special out here. Oh, okay, okay. I might have to check that out. Okay. Well, let me see. We got you in real quick. <laughs> what the fuck? Economy? Mm-mm. I can't have you ride around my city in that bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she starts typing. All I know, we got to escalate for $34 right now. So. Thank you, black lady at Avis. Hell yes, she got free tickets. She's in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You take care of me, I take care of you, trust. But it was funny because I didn't know what she was typing. She was typing away, and then she hit me with the keys. That's when I looked at the new contract, 
And that's when I saw Escalade, four days, $34. Not a day. Total, $34. It's like $8.75 a day. So when I saw that, I grabbed my road manager. I said, yo, man, leave her tickets. Any show she wants to go to, leave her tickets. Just let her go. Come on. So he's like, all right. So he, now when she realized I was going to leave her tickets to the show, now she want to do more shit for me. As if the $34 wasn't enough. <laughs> so now I'm walking to the escalator. She started yelling at me, Gary. Gary. Don't worry about that gas either. <laughs> okay. I ain't putting no gas in that motherfucker. Oh, it's gonna come back on empty. Trust and believe it's gonna come back on empty. If I gotta push that motherfucker myself. Oh, yes, I tell you what. Oh. <laughs> he always makes me smile. Oh, I know you're ready. I know. You are ready. You want to hear something new. It's okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. I can't believe this. I can't believe this happened. I cannot believe this is a thing. You people don't understand. Come here. Get closer. You have no idea how this makes me feel. Because... My favorite alternative band, the Soup Dragons, with B-52's Fred Snyder's, came out with a song. I'm about to play it right now. The Soup Dragons. Soup Dragons. Son Dickens made the Soup Dragons. They came out in the early, late 80s, early 90s. They had one, they have like two big hits. Uh, actually, three big hits. I'm free. Uh, with Junior Reed, they had Pleasure and Divine Thing. Okay, everybody knows those two songs because it was on the, you know, the album had the picture of the the the, give the hand giving the peace sign. It was in a red, white, blue. Okay. With that being said, I can't believe this happened. They haven't had, they haven't been together in so long. So. The band broke up after Hooverphonic, and he formed High Fidelity, which was a critically acclaimed, like, indie band that I didn't really listen to. But anyway, here we go. They're back. They are back. I'm so excited. Soup Dragons. Fred Schneider. DJ Owen is not going to love this. Oh, also, before I play this, I want to give a great shout out. I had a blast DJing with DJ Owen. Hex, Exocomp, and myself at the box in Santa Cruz last weekend. I'm telling you, you guys got to come check it out. There's the, the usual suspects at the box every Sunday in Santa Cruz at the Blue Lagoon. All right, here we go. Soup Dragons, right now. Right. 
your own star. Don't be selfish and don't be dumb. Be a superhero and save the world. Now music, on a dead We're gonna be 18 again. 18. Get to work and don't be a jerk. Respect your mother universe. Be a superhero and save the world. Thank you again, America. See you next week.